Six Feet Under is made possible thanks to our generous Patreon donors. This episode is brought to you by Gar the Internet Dog. You can find out more at patreon.com feats. An excerpt from Fairyland by Angel Zoom. Colder than ice, the world falls apart. Cold like a stone, the spell on the soil. Colder than ice, your hand on my heart. A world made of stone, let tenderness freeze. I haven't stopped every threat here. There's still you. It's a fast-paced fight. He swings at you, you hop over it. He swings again, you duck under it, you slide in closer. He swings it overhead, slam straight down. You move to the side, you grab the wire and pull it out. I'm just gonna grin at him. So he grabs you, Pop-Tart. He finally has you. And then a shock goes through his whole body and yours. Ooh. Ow. Ah. And his leg goes flying across the room. I'm okay. Your sword cuts through him like butter. Uh, okay, deep climb it. Uh, he falls to the floor unconscious. And Pop-Tart damages stat, and you are also unconscious. Who, me? Yes. Oh, I was gonna yell at him some more. <laughs> you do have the sword, right? Yeah. I, I really need to make sure that Yuria keeps his sword forever. Weird dog snuck into the room and filmed the first part of the battle where the king initiated hostilities against Pop-Tart. And the Harbinger is going to say some occult words over the recorded footage, and I am going to lay a dark and terrible curse upon the king. We need to get moving. Yeah, you do. Because there are war machines being brought out onto the various balconies of the tower and aimed in your direction. At least I got to use their war machines. Us? Oh no, I have an idea. What's up? Can I. Can the Jolum make a noble sacrifice? I'm gonna whisper my command to the earth into halt and just chuck it back into the brick structure of the building. Okay. I am going to basically beg the earth below my feet to help protect these people inside the city. The earth responds but it's going to ask something of you. Anything. Anything. You need to give up a piece of your river. Harbinger is not wearing their robes or bindings at the moment, and they are just wearing street clothes, and they are frankly shuddering in revulsion at it. And they made their way to their childhood favorite movie theater. Maybe like one of the few places where they found peace in this hellhole of a city. I'm going to hand them the film and tell them... I think you'll know what to do with this. So, how Pop-Tart has traditionally, like, healed you guys with their river water was to just kind of splash it on the wound. Drinking it's a little different. Drinking it lets you see like Pop-Tart sees. Oh, what did I just drink? (laughs) (laughs) You all take a drink, and you all look back at Pop-Tart, and where before you saw a little frog, now you see a feeling. Welcome to my world. So tell me, what does your soul look like? It's like a searchlight. Always trying to find something new. Something to cling on to. 
a faceless elf that does not have a consistent body. The last coal in a fire pit, just barely warm to the touch. But also, while you're looking at each other, you feel someone else with you. And that's Revolution. Can I, can I hug the egg? You can. I'm gonna hug the egg. It feels cold in the way that someone wants to kill you. Well, that's fun. Sierra, as you get up to the control room, it's very cold up there. And you see someone you never wanted to see again standing at the controls. Oh. Oh, God! She looks out at you. No! There's a flicker of surprise on her face. No! Yuria. You should be Ted. That's a surprise. And Aurorealis steps out onto the balcony. What? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> what? Yuria, you are staring down the woman of your nightmares who once tore you in half. What's up? In half? Oh, it's more like a two-thirds, but okay. Not the time. So how are you feeling? What are you doing? Because right now she's slowly walking towards you. Which is very threatening by itself, but otherwise she isn't making a move. Yes, just, she's scampering back as fast as she can. Most attempts she can to just get away. Okay. Well, if you're just going to keep scampering, she's not trying to stop you from getting away, so you can, but she's going to keep monologuing at you for a little bit. <sighs> Yuria, I'm very surprised to see you still alive. <laughs> I killed you. But that's okay. I see you came back to return the flavor. This ship is rather impressive. Steam-powered. Hmm. Needs a lot of heat to keep working, doesn't it? And you feel the control room rapidly dropping in temperature with every word. Okay, this seems like a good time for me to do my thing that I was thinking of doing. Uh, I, I'm assuming that the, the stat to roll for stealthiness would be grace? Usually, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you I... want to sneak up on someone, that's getaway, and you want to avoid attention and harm. Okay, so, I'll roll plus one, which is my grace stat, and I want to sneak up behind uh, Aurorealis so I can fucking threaten to kill her. <laughs> you know? It's what yeah. you do when you're <laughs> a big damn... Oh, fuck, I got a four. Oh, okay, that's about right. Yeah, that's... that's about uh... So you start to sneak up on her <laughs> through the metal catwalks. It doesn't work out, does it? You don't even get close. You take a step... You take another step. Your foot can't move. Your feet are frozen to the catwalk. I guess I should have seen that coming. <laughs> she turns to you. Harbinger, was it? Knight was telling me about you. You're in charge of this operation, right? You got the dragon, you got the ship. You are not here to destroy us, or you would have done it already. What do you want? You're right. I'd like to deliver an ultimatum. I want you to stop interfering. Fascinating, your message has been delivered. Good day. Oh no, that wasn't all of it. You see, you destroyed my tower. I think I should destroy yours. Fair's fair. And she's going to put her hand down. And as it touches the floor, it turns to snow. And the snow spreads all over the column of the ship. And it becomes ice, and it constricts, 
and there's a popping noise and a hissing noise as all the steam is released from the quad core, and the tanks all rupture. Alright, so at this point, Yuri's finally gonna get that courage back again that she had after Pop-Tart gave their little pep talk. She's got that sword nearby, and she is going to try to overcome Royalis. And by that, I am going to activate Heart of Iron instead. Quick question? Yes. Because uh, Yuria is feeling inspired by Pop-Tart's speech, could she roll with hope? No, not at this time. Okay. That, that's that's a thing that you can do with, a, with like certain level-up moves. I think the air gets it, but you are not them. Okay. You're inspiring, but not that inspiring yet. That's fair. I'm just a frog. Also, I'm intentionally failing the roll right now to activate Heart of Iron, so it wouldn't matter. Yes. Okay. So the, the Overlord has a couple basic moves that apply just by being in the scene. One of those is Heart of Iron. When someone makes a move against you, you may, you may erase the bond with them to have them automatically fail the roll, steal the spotlight, and twist the knife. A player may force you to use this move before making their roll. So this is erasing Aurorialis' bond with Yuria. In exchange for... She's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh dear. Yuria, what, what are you doing specifically? With, with your big old sword, are you just rushing her? Yeah, she's just gonna finally get up to her feet, take the sword into her prosthetic arm, and she's gonna take a wild swing at her. Okay. You have to pay a price just to approach a threat to the world, so do that first. It hurts just even being near her. Right. The air is so cold. I am going to say... Let's see... I was going to say that's probably going to destroy the sword in the process, so I'm going to lose that. Okay, no, that's a fair price. Yeah, you can say that the sword will be destroyed in this attack. Well, part of the price, now I'm going to pay a better price. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you rush forward, you leap over the ice because you saw Harbinger just freeze in their tracks. You swing down with the, with the blade, and it hits her. And it goes right through her. Her body is snow around it, and she turns to look at you, and her face reforms. Oh, that's so precious. Oh, shit. As she stands up, the sword freezes and shatters inside of her, and the pieces fall out of her. Yuria, do you really want to do this again? She picks you up in one hand. Your whole body is freezing. It's frozen. She could shatter you. I could kill you, but I don't want to. And she sets you down on the control panel and your whole body hurts as you're frozen. Harbinger, be a deer and, uh, stop this madness. Oh, okay, that seems like a good time for me to do the thing that I think would be cool for Harbinger to do. Look, there's no way they're only gonna freeze my feet, okay? It's definitely progressing up my ankles, right? Come on. Yeah. So I think Harbinger is reaching for the profaned flame and the lantern in the depths of their coat, but they just can't quite reach it before they freeze entirely up to the neck. And I have, uh, I want to ask your permission for something. This is kind of jumping the gun and rearranging the order of how this game works a little bit. But I'm eyeing the Harbinger custom, a wizard's word, and I think it would be real cool... If Aurora, Alice, and I swore and promised to each other that we would kill each other. Oh. Yeah, she's game. Alright, can I just get that move, or should I just say that I'll get that next time I level up? You can take that move now, and we'll use your next level up for it. That sounds good. Okay. So, 
You have to start the promise. That's how the move works. I will kill you. Very well. I'll see you dead also. And I would shake on it, but you seem a little tied up. And I probably literally can't respond because I'm now totally frozen solid too. She's going to leave a mark upon you, though. Hey, hey, likewise, radical. She, uh, pushes your hood off your head and puts a thumb to your forehead and burns a black mark above your brow. It's obviously a snowflake, right? Yes, it is a black snowflake. Cool. I leave a mark on them as well, so I think when they pull their thumb back, there's just, like, a nasty purplish bruise that kind of seems to throb, and it, like, settles back a little bit, but if you look closely at it, it looks nasty and poisoned, but it doesn't spread any further than that. It's it's just my mark, you know? It's my trademark. She takes a moment to look at her thumb, and she nods. This is okay. She'll agree to this. All right. What's done is done. You broke my tower, I broke yours. I'll see you around, Harbinger. And the wind just takes her. Like, her body becomes snow, and she just drifts on the breeze. She's gone. Hey, who was that? Yeah, as you two are both running up into the sea, and... Yo, Red Panda Popsicle right now, by the way. Yeah, we're both fr- frozen and dying, so... Oh, okay, well, Pan's getting to work fixing that part. Should we not go from our reaction to the entire ship blowing up a little bit? Uh, the ship is not actually, like, going to explode. So let's let's talk about the damage quick. Okay. What happened is she froze the steam core, so that way it is it is completely cooled. There is no heat. There is no steam. All the blimps are deflated. The tanks that hold spare steam and water have ruptured. So all of the water has leaked out and all the steam is gone. There is no fuel in the ship. And there is no way to store more fuel in the ship until you get it fixed. Okay. And that's the extent of the damage. Okay. Also, there's a ton of ice you'll have to break through before you can even do repairs. The patch is pretty badly messed up. At this point, are me and Pan still on the ground looking up? Uh, you can be wherever you want to be. Enough time has passed since you watched it rupture that you could be on the ship, you could be wherever. If you want to pull back a second to when you saw that happen, we can do that. Um, would you like to do that, Clove? Yes. Okay. So what just happened is that that whole conversation happened. You guys spent a lot of time talking. And, like, the core tower of the ship made a huge noise. There's a popping sound, and you look back at the ship and... The central column is covered in ice, and the central tanks have ruptured. As I hear the noise of the stuff rupturing, I'm just going to look up, see what's happening. Like, eyes are going to widen, like, absolutely huge, and I'm just going to turn around to Pan and say, Pan, get on my back. Uh, Oh, okay. Yes. You're not afraid of heights, are you? (laughs) But he will not shrink down. What, why? I... He, he's going to shrink. He's going to shrink down. I, was yeah. gonna, I can't carry you at full size. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you shrink down. Pop-Tart jumps back up. Yeah. So I'm thinking you two are landing on one of the catwalks leading up to the, the core, just as Aurorialis is saying, Alright, what's done is done. You broke my tower, I broke yours. And then she just fades away, becoming snow and drifting off into the wind. Okay, I want to land close to the steam core because I know that Pan can fix it. Like, Pan can unfreeze it. 
So we're gonna land on the catwalk. I'm gonna gently let Pan down. Okay, uh, should I just go down to the steam core and try to- Unfreeze it as best you can. I'm going up. There's two dying people who need you. Well, uh, uh, I don't- I'm, I'm going up there. Okay, well, it's time for hugs, everyone. Gather round. Okay, I'm, I'm up there with Pan, I guess. Does my mastery over water persist even when it takes a different form? Yes. We, well, we've said it's like it's lesser control. Like you can still sense steam and such, so I imagine it would still work for ice. Like you can feel the ice, but it's like it's hard to move. But you can do your stuff with it. Okay, Pan, get Harbinger out of there. Okay. I'm going to take care of Yuria. I don't understand how you're going to do that, but okay. Yuria's still moving. She's still moving. She's still conscious. And just out of respect, I'm going to revert my eyes from Harbinger so I don't see their face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to sit at Yuri's feet, look up at her, and say, are you okay? This isn't the worst she's done to me, so I'll be good. I'll get yeah, you out. Go- you're going to need to explain a lot after this. We we can talk later. We have better things to worry about right now, I'm Pan. busy hugging. I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah, Harbinger is in a big ol' hug. <laughs> Once I'm able to move my arms, Harbinger will pull out the profane flame and use that to also thaw themselves out. And once they're capable of moving entirely, they're probably, I'm sorry to say, going to push Pan and just dash off. Like, hurriedly wrapping their face back up, to, dashing back to the Curse of Chaos. Bolting the door behind him. As Pan falls off the catwalk down to the steam <laughs> core and then goes in there. <laughs> oh, damn. Nice show, I guess. I'm gonna, like, put my hands flat against the ice on Yuri's stomach and just concentrate absolutely all of my effort into loosening some of it on her prosthetic hand so that she can move just enough to chip her way out herself. Okay. And, like, I'm gonna say to her, this is the best I can do for you. That's fine. I'll make it. <sighs> Yuria, Harbinger, you both had a near-death experience with inadequate healing, so damage all of your stats. Oh. Hey, I, I did a good job. Yes, they're both they're both moving in up and around. Actually, you can both have one stat. But you both almost died. Don't call us inadequate. They're alive, aren't they? God damn it. Yes. They're both still alive. I'm saying hurts. to Clove. Clove's yes, like, oh yeah. well, we helped him. It's like, yeah, they're alive. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. You're both very badly hurt, and feel you're gonna feel the cold for a while. How long does it take me to get Yuri out? Just out of curiosity. A couple minutes, I think. And is this ship gonna move? Uh, you get down to the steam core, and you find that your pod is a block of ice. Fun. Which you can get through, but it'll take you time. Yeah. And on top of that, once you get in there, so about you know fifteen twenty minutes later. You find that all the steam you're making down there just goes up out of pipes that go nowhere, and it's just shooting out into the atmosphere. Yuria needs to redirect pipes, and you have no fuel capacity. Cool. Um, are there... I'm, are, I guess, is, is the moat taking care of the war machine situation, or... Yes, it's protecting the people, which, fortunately for you, includes you. Got it. Well, it's a moat and a wall, because that's what I asked the Earth to do. Right. Yes. You're... Ba- okay, how I'm imagining it, if we wanna if we wanna pull back there, take the camera over to Lendora, is your river is moving up and down streets where war machines are and sinking them. Okay. 
like turning the road into mud beneath them and then drifting back away. Yeah, that's fair. And that's pretty much all it's doing, is anything that is a threat to people is becoming sunk in mud. Nice. But yeah, when, um, like, that was the price I paid for the Earth creating a wall around the city so that the mortar wouldn't reach the people. So is, is there, like, an Earth wall around, around there, or is that dissipated by now? Well, you couldn't make a wall big enough to stop fire from this tower. I couldn't. Yeah. So this is the best it can do. There is no wall. It's just nothing will be leaving the tower either. Okay, so the Earth is make it, is helping make the mud, basically. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I, I was unclear as as to what was happening. I, I thought I'd done basically nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I'm interpreting your Earth song. Okay, that's fair. So, Yuria, how are you feeling? It's hard to move, and you're... Your hard work is in a shambles. I mean, it's a ship. It can be repaired. But the problem is that Royale is just completely annihilated the two of us. And it was effortless. And she was just she just showed up and then faded away like it was nothing. Starting to understand why we're here as hired help. <sighs> I feel so fucking powerless right now. Yuria. Yuria just punches her fist into something nearby. Hopefully not destroying one ship. <laughs> one of your knuckles cracks from the cold, but it's fine. No, with the... Uh, you can fix that, too. It's just another frustration for right now. God damn it! We had one tower, and she came for us and took us out like that? How the hell are we supposed to take out two more? How about you, Harbinger? Uh, well, if someone wants to check in on Harbinger, they'll have to be really good at, like, lockpicking and also dealing with half-melted doors. Oh, fun. Yeah. See, so you've sealed up the Curse of Chaos and you're having a bad time. Just between you and me, Harbinger's having a fucking temper tantrum and it's really immature. I don't want to be a part of it, so I'm just leaving him to it. Okay, that's fair. I think after that little outburst, Furia finally composes herself a bit. She's trying to get her limbs all stretched out. Mm. She's just leaning over the command controls right now and she's like, yeah. Damn it. You're going to need your repair kit. Uh, the pumpkin patch has two stats damaged, both the engine and the crew. Okay, so we don't have a crew, so what does that mean when it's damaged? It means it requires more work in order to fly. Because you have to make up for the fact that you don't have a crew. Which you normally have to do, but now more so. Now it's basically a team effort just to get this thing moving. First of all, she's going to use the last... She only has one thing in her repair kit left. She's going to use that on the engine, because there's not really any way for it to fly anymore. So basically, what you can do is you can redirect all the piping that was in the core to reattach and basically ignore the fuel tank that was there. So the ship can fly, but literally only while Pan is in the power core. Without an active supply of energy, it will not fly. You, you no longer have a buffer. Right, well, we're probably going to have to land soon anyway someplace, but... So while she's doing that, she's getting all I the... I mean, you're currently landed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's not flying. It cannot. I mean, kind of want to... I mean, we're safe here now, but probably want to go somewhere safer soon. But yeah, so she's getting all the piping and the um, engine tower getting all fixed up so we can actually start flying again. And right now, like, her self-esteem is kind of weird right now because she's... No longer, like, focused on being such a failure right now, and it's just... Right now, she's just more determined about making sure everyone else is going to be fine. 
And I am going to supercharge my uh, We Can Make It move. So I'm going to raise a bond with everyone, and they can all heal. Nice. Neat. And so, uh, so a little bit of story there. She doesn't even realize what she's doing right now, but there is definitely some force flowing from her as she thinks about everyone on the ship right now. So while, while you're getting to repairs and just getting down to it, Pop-Tart, what are you doing? I'm just frying over Yuria, making sure she's, like, okay. Okay. Yeah, as she's um basically respa- repairing the power core, you realize that this ship actually isn't going to fly without you providing water anymore to be- to make into steam. Like, you're going to have to actively work with Pan, or else this ship will not fly anymore. The reserves are gone. Okay. We're currently landed, or are we flying now? I would be worried if we were flying. We're landed behind the, the hive. I think once everyone has done their thing on the ship, I will call a meeting for everyone, and that includes Harbinger. Okay. And she's and you're just going to do that by thinking really harsh thoughts about Harbinger, like, Get out here soon. I know you can read my mind. I think because, specifically because Yuria used the heal, and I chose to recover wisdom, I think, like, wisdom and doom are basically the only, literally the only things Harbinger has right now. So they'll, like, return to the command room. They're not saying anything. Their usual impressively spiky shoulders, they now look like a person actually just wearing a blanket, so... They're very deflated right now. Not even deflated, like, when they're out of energy. It's more just, like, a puddle rising from the floor. In the rough shape of a silhouette of a person. But they're going to, like, post a big map up on the wall of what our next step is going to be. And it's just, like, a ragged, like, clearly by an unsteady hand dotted line up to the northmost tower. And then even further up into the, well, let's just say where all the hot stuff is on the world map. Okay. Before we get to that meeting, hey, Pan, how are you doing? Pan's probably just running around, like, soldering pipes back together by hand. Because I can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you can you can do that. He's not <laughs> sure if he's putting the right things together, but we'll find out. <laughs> just putting putting the pipes that seem like they go together. These ones are the same size. They should fit. I color-coded everything. It's fine. It'll be fine. Do I know that the ship won't fly without water? If you don't, someone can tell you. Also, I feel like you would know that, though, because you feel water. So you would have been feeling the flow of water through the ship, like, the whole time you've been using it. Yeah, and I would be able to feel that it's completely stopped. Yeah, you could feel that it's empty. So what we need right now to get the ship moving is water. Yes. When you need it moving. You don't necessarily need it moving this second, but yes. Can I get into Pan's little spa area, where he is right now? Or is it still frozen over? I'm assuming Pan thought it out, but that's a good question. That's up to that's up to them. I have a dramatic idea about the steam zone. Oh yeah? You remember the sun orb? Oh yeah. I think it used to be like, oh, it's so nice and sunny in this room, but now it's like cracked and dull. And it's gloomy as fuck and it's just terrible in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get around to fixing that. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, the sun orb is also out of energy. That makes sense. Got cracked open. So, yeah, uh, Pan, did you manage to unthaw everything yet? Uh, good enough. We'll figure it out later. 
I mean, is there a gap small enough that I could get through? I mean, I am a t- I, I can be a tiny frog. Yeah, I hope you don't mind pipes full of scalding hot water. Uh, I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna hop in there and just yell, Pan, I need you to carry something for me. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. The ship, the ship won't fly without me. I, 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 we're getting desperate. Got it. Okay, I just gotta walk up all of these catwalks that are probably dingy and covered in ice and slippery. Yeah. Pretty much actually only the top ones. All the ones around the command oh. tower are really icy. The rest of them, mostly untouched. She kind of just fucked up your tower. Got it. What I want Pan to do is go into Neptune's playground, and you know the big central fish tank that Pop-Tart uses as a house? Right. Pick it up. Dunk all the water into the spa. Got it. This is gonna smell awful. Look, it's all the water we've got. I'm out of pit traps. I created a river today. Pop-Tart overdid it. They're at their limit. Yeah, doing as told, I'm gonna empty Pop-Tart's house into the spa, and it smells, again, awful. It's all the- it's also Pop-Tart's water collection. Oh no! A noble sacrifice indeed. Pop-Tart has given up a lot today. But is that helping the ship at least attempt to fly? You'll be able to- you'll be able to get it up whenever you need to. It won't fly without- you providing water and Pan providing heat at the same time, because you no longer have reserve water or reserve heat. Okay, is there like any, is there like a communication system I can use to tell Yuria that we have water and we're ready to fly? Yeah, Harbinger, you're inside their head still. Okay, okay, like, I, I will relay that message, please, Harbinger, tell Yuria we have water, we have steam, we can go. I don't think Harbinger says anything, I did think Yuria just hears Pop-Tart's voice. While Harbinger is, like, slumped in a chair in the corner. Yuri's not gonna push Harbinger at all at this point. Once she saw them, like, in this really bad state, she's she doesn't really feel comfortable about any negative actions towards Harbinger. So, instead, Yuri's gonna say, Alright, come up to the command tower before we take off. We need to meet up. Okay. And I'm just gonna hop betw- hop on the top of the pumpkins and get up there. Pan can make his own way. The catwalks are there for a reason. Yeah. There, there's normally ladders between the steam core and the command tower, but I think those shattered when everything did. Yeah. While the meeting's going on, I actually brought extra packed lunch when I created Pop-Tart. So, like, Pop-Tart has four, five uses of lunch. And... Okay. Uh, it can be shared with up to three people. Yep. So Which, there are three injured people. We have Yuria Harbinger and the dog. Have, the dog has one damage. Yeah. So we can spend that to heal one from each of those while you guys meet. I will provide the snacks for the meeting. Well, like, you know, th- those three get a meal. Me and Pan, we- we'll snack on some donuts. Radical. Then I'll undamage Grace and uh, Harbinger will feel better again enough to actually tell people what they're thinking at the meeting. Here's the plan. We're here. The tower is over here. That's our first stop. We are going to destroy another tower. Let me. Why not go the other way? I think some of you may be a little confused about the optimism involved in heading for another tower after what just happened. So, allow me to be perfectly clear. If Aurorialis wanted us to be dead, we would be cold in the ground now. So, here's the plan 
We're going to knock over this tower, and we're going to immediately retreat into the fire plains and possibly even deeper into the glass desert if necessary. That will not save us from a Rorialis on its own. We have to find something in the fire plains or in the glass desert that will allow us to combat a Rorialis more directly. Because as I just discovered, and I pull out the lantern with the profane flame, which is nasty to look at, frankly, and put it on the meeting table, and this is the only weapon we have, it is not sufficient, and I... We cannot open this lantern, because... Well... You know how the glass desert and fire plains exist? Yeah. I, like, gesture to the profane flame and kind of put my forehead in my hand like, oh, uh, yeah. Hardly. It's... You realize that the Blue Mountain is so far away from these areas, so I have barely even heard tales of this. Wait, like, isn't this the reason I'm here? To control the flame, yeah. Yeah, so... And I hate to offer this... But if we know, if I know more about how dragons work, maybe I can offer something. I think at that, and with all due respect, Harbinger is probably going to, like, steeple their fingers. Though, of course, one hand is still in the fucking blanket. (laughs) So just, like, (laughs) your thumb and your index (laughs) finger together, so you're just doing an okay sign. (laughs) No, it's no, just it's, like no, it's, it's just like five <laughs> fingers against just a blanket covering my other yeah, hand. Got it. It's the steeple fingers, but one of the fingers, one of the arms, is fully covered in blanket. Mm. Anyway, that was very lighthearted, considering what I'm about to say, which is, do you know anything about the dragons? I'm. I've read about them, but from all I can tell of dwarven literature, it's literally just the apocalypse, and that's it. No details, no further research. Is it even going to be an apocalypse? It depends on your definition. Pan. Yeah? How do you feel about looking for trouble? Uh, I, I mean, we've been doing a pretty good job of finding it so far. Not that kind of trouble. Oh! Oh. Take a detour to the Dragon Library. You are pretty close. I have a friend. Then we can... Okay. Onward to... Find some trouble? And make a double! No, not not some trouble. Just trouble. Just a trouble. Just the one trouble. Should I tell these guys about trouble, or...? <laughs> I mean, that'd probably be a good idea, but that's up to you, really. You know, Yuria has not even heard of Halfling. She's that secluded of a village. And then she got kicked out, and things got even worse, so... Hey, what's this trouble? Okay, so... Sorry, so Pan's reaction to... How about we look for some trouble is... We already found enough? Uh, yes. And then, oh, because apparently you must have talked about trouble yeah. before. Yeah, no, well, uh, this well, is yeah, the direction I've, I've, I'm shoving it in. I've, I've told I've told him about the halfling parties. Listen, yeah. if we can't go to the other tower, which... For reasons discussed in the map episode, me as a player really wants to go that way. We can go the other way. You want to find out more about the dragons, right? If it'll help, sure. Then we need trouble. Okay. Let's go find some trouble. Not some trouble. Just trouble. Let's go find trouble. Sorry, I'm trying to make a joke out of it. Just let me have this. Let me have this, Pop-Tart. Yeah, let, let Pan have it. By the way, Harbinger and I probably could have died, but we didn't. 
Yeah, you did a real good job of not dying. Wow! I need to explain to you who Trouble is, huh? I mean, I, I, I know of a, a Trouble. Not you. Oh. Am I the only halfling you know, Yuria? Yes. Well, yeah, no, no, because we met Revolution, technically, but you are the only halfling I've ever met. She doesn't exist yet, so technically, yeah, but so. anyway, now, now's not the time. Trouble is a friend of mine. She's a librarian who specializes in dragons. She, She's an owl halfling. She probably one of the smartest people I know, as long as you're willing to put up with a bit of backtalk. Yuria just kind of side-eyes Pan and Harbinger and says, I don't think that's going to be a problem. We have a sassy group. If we have the time and we can guarantee we're not being followed from here, we can we could spend some time in the university and figure out what we can. Here's my concern, though. We're really in bad shape right now. We have had, like, almost no rests. And after this near-death experience, like, hey, I still... You two take it easy. Hard. Pop-Tart and I will fly the ship. We'll be there before you know it. Go have a nap, We need please. everyone to even fly the ship, Pan. Don't have to get so pointed. I can't... I can't pilot... The wizard was damaged. She's gonna get really sassy. Ugh. I can't pilot the ship and power it at the same time. Well, it's my job to power it. Not with... N right now, you need me to power it. Okay. We don't have enough water. Yeah, you two need to just power it alone. I need Harbinger to be basically looking out and getting connections between you two and me so I can pilot this and make sure that any minor repairs happen ASAP. And I need to navigate. How much money do we have? What's money? Hmm? Uh, money is no. <laughs> do we ha I imagine none of you have money. Uh... Do my pants even have pockets? I don't think I have a wallet or anything. You could take the train. Where would that leave the ship? Just park it by Revolution. She'll take care of it. It's fine. She's not. She doesn't exist yet. We'll park it in. We'll park it in the old hive. There's no one using the hive. It's fine. Look, the problem is that we're gonna like. <sighs> we would certainly have an easy time making it look abandoned in this state. Perhaps it would evade capture that way. Yeah, but it also might be looted. And I'm the only one that loots stuff here. Thank you. I have an idea. I have an idea. Alright, I'm listening. Let's go to Logdale. Leave the ship there. Yuria and Harbinger can make repairs. Pan and I can take the train to the university. It's not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan. Flapjack will do whatever he can to keep you safe. You know that. Or we can just suck it up and fly, but whatever. Yeah, the alternative is you could fly it to the library and leave it there while you go on train adventures, but... But this way, you two get to rest and recover, the ship gets to be repaired, and me and Pan can do our research. I can't rest, not like this, while you two are doing all the work. Okay, then come the Dragon's Lore! We need you to repair the ship. Without you, the ship doesn't fly. Forget me and Pan. We're just the fuel. Without you, it doesn't fly, because it doesn't work. I don't want to be on the sidelines anymore. Okay, well then you you make a choice, because I don't know what we're doing anymore. If it's gonna be, if the ship is going to be safe in Logdale, 
We can leave the ship there. The four of us can go there, because... There's going to be a lot of stuff that the four of us need to know together. But who's going to repair the ship? Nobody in Logdale knows how to do it. It's a logging community. I don't know if I can contact Fire or any or Wrath or anyone, but... We repair one robot bee, and then the robot bee repairs the other robot bees, and then the robot bees fix the ship. The worst thing is, that's not the worst plan. <laughs> it might take a while, but we could get a little set of drones working. Wait, did that actually make sense? Yes! Oh my god, I'm a genius. Okay, <laughs> my plan wins. Okay, what's that? Pan <laughs> <laughs> is so excited he had a good idea. They're few and far between. I can get you some help to repair the drones. Alright. I have an army of workers behind me. If I ask them to help us repair the ship, they will help us. And then our ship comes with bees! I get my bees! Yes, you get your- You get your bees, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do robot bees still make honey? No. You can program it to, they okay? Make ships. <gasps> you can, oh, this you can, is gonna be awesome. Okay, can, we're yes. gonna have a bee, a robot bee pumpkin ship. Let's oh. go. Let's do this. We're doing this. He's gonna pick up the ship. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to do that, but <laughs> I'm gonna. He's gonna jump out the window and run back over to the beehive and start rummaging around. No, I just. No. Uh, okay. Well, this is our plan now. There's actually a lot of bees that are pretty much completely intact. Alright. They just don't have any control mechanism because you blew that up. Oops. So I, I, I did, technically, so... Anyway. Yeah. Oh, that should it was be... a mix of you and the workers, because Bolo was the controlling figure. He's gonna knock on Revolution's shell and be like, You ready yet? You done? Okay. You can't see it anymore. Oh, you don't have spirits. So I'm it... knocking on the dead bee that her shell was on. Um. So, the plan is... Pop-Tart's gonna go into the city, perhaps in disguise, just a little bit, and find Jezza. Okay. And just ask him just to do this favor for them. Like, we need as many repaired drones as we can to repair our ship. Alright, so then we'll load up the drones. Once they're repaired into the ship, we'll sail to Logdale so the ship is safe while it's being slowly repaired. We take the train to Dragon's Lore. And we'll find out whatever we can about the dragons in this flame. And then get the ship back to fly north. So if we all agree to that, and then we won't have to spend too much time while Aurorius does her little thing. Right now what we need more is information. And bees. If Aurorius wants to kill us, she can kill us at any moment. As long as I'm here, I'm like 80% sure she can't kill me. Like, 40%. And we can't afford another tower falling. She can freeze me, but she can't kill me. It could still be pretty bad. It could still be pretty bad. She she can fuck me up. Ooh, that bad words. (laughs) 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 Pop-Tarts! Let Pop-Tarts say fuck. (laughs) You know, I kind of figured Yoria would have the sailor mouth here, but nope. Nope, it's the child. Alright, so... If everyone's cool with it, I'm willing to say all that stuff just happens. We built our bee army. Yeah. You, well, like, five bees, and then they're our gonna repair, army. like, a bunch of bees. Yeah. You fly back to Logdale. It is a difficult and harrowing journey, despite its relatively short distance. Pop-Tart's tired. 
and you land down there, Flapjack will watch the ship, make sure nothing happens. You have you have their word. I hug Flapjack again. Oh yeah, you, you give him a big hug. And Logdale is actually more expansive than you knew when you went to it, because the little clearing was just the main community. There's a lot of... There's huts basically spread out, like people don't live centralized here. So there's a couple cabins scattered throughout the forest, and Flapjack points you to the train station so you can take a ride. Because they, they have one of those, actually. Should we rest... Like, should we spend a recovery and rest in this village? That was kind of what I was hinting at with the um, thing to... With the meeting, did we want to recover? Because otherwise I would automatically say our ship was fully repaired and we're all good. Yeah. Spend the night in Scott's loving arms. (laughs) (laughs) That's not happening. Aww. He's just some guy, Clove. He's just some guy. He's already got a husband, Clove. Don't be a homewrecker. (laughs) Look, maybe it's an open relationship. You don't know. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) I think two, at least two of us are Polly. So, Alright, so... Bees. 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 They're just crawling up and down and following the blueprint Yuria gave them. And the ship will be repaired when you get back from Dragon's Lore. Personal request that Pan is the beekeeper, because I don't think Yuria wants to interact with them, and it makes him feel like he knows techno- how technology works. <laughs> they have like a basic AI program by Yuria. But yeah. Something else I'm surprised nobody else brought up, we're personal enemies of the king, we need very good disguises if we're going to use a train. Also true, yeah, there will be actually wanted posters of you guys on the on each train station. Specifically Pop-Tart and Yuria, I think, because they're the ones he got a good look at. Well, what if you can uh, no, be a Pan frog? Too. Actually, no, no, it's definitely all four of you. There are, there are posters for all four of you. Just one one isn't very helpful. No, it's considering fine. Considering that one they're... of you is a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> they're, looking for, they're looking for a panda with a giant sword. It's fine. I'm thinking that there's posters of all four of us, and then there's also one other poster that looks like it was printed around the same time of, like, some unfamiliar-looking elf. I don't know. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, a prince is what it's labeled as. Oh, that's not ominous as fuck. So back in Lendora, in the shining tower of King Nico, we find the king with a robotic leg attached where his missing one was. Entirely rebuilt, top of the line, best they've got. And he's just now waking up for the first time. Since that day three days ago. But I think he finds a note clutched in one fist. It's just an ordinary thing, just, you know, some worn, yellowing paper crumpled up into a ball in his fist, and he unfolds it. But this is a magic note, so it, I think, I'm thinking this note kind of has two meanings that are somehow simultaneously imparted by the words at once. Here's the first one. <clears throat> Buggity buggity boo, you're cursed. <laughs> okay. No, I would like to roll to finish them with doom. Okay. Yes. Go for it. Radical. Oh, mighty lord, I got a 12. He is destroyed with whatever that means to you. The, wow, the, he has, com- wow. I'm sure in public he's probably still going to keep up a facade of being in power, but I think he's probably rather shaken after all these happenings. 
And, you know, probably immediately after reading this note, I'm sure some members of his staff come rushing in to show him that video of him heartlessly attacking a child, a hero who saved the city, conveniently edited so that other retaliations are left out. So yeah, pretty cool, huh? That's the magic of that's the magic of cinema. I think you've completely turned him around and he's going to try to repent for all his mistakes. It, it won't be enough. There's no, no way it will ever be enough, but he'll try. <laughs> Doomed soul. Here's the second meaning of the note. Nico, you fool. You're cursed. The seed of revolution has been planted. Your life from here will not be one lived freely. Your freedom is now for your people. The people that you should have been protecting all these many years that you've been ruling. Someday, when you're penniless, destitute on the streets, this curse will be lifted. Until then, live in misery, father. And then the note bursts explodes into a wisp of smoke blows out the window like the note never even existed 